Sunset Lake CBD is a majority employee-owned hemp farm located right outside of Burlington, Vermont. Before they started growing hemp, Sunset Lake Farms produced cream for Ben & Jerry's. Sunset Lake CBD doesn't use any pesticides or herbicides to grow any of its hemp plants, and they use organic fertilizer and other sustainable farming techniques to ensure the long-term health of the soil and to minimize their carbon footprint. So like all of us, my days are really stressful. By the end of the night, my kids are in bed, I'm taking a minute to chill, but I'm still unwinding. I recently started using the Relax Gummies infused with CBD isolate, reishi mushroom extract, and ashwagandha root extract. I'm really glad I tried these because they really helped me get ready for a good night of sleep, and I really think I sleep better, so I'd highly recommend it. So check out Sunset Lake CBD today at sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. That's sunsetlakecbd.com and use the code HFPOD for 20% off your order. Farmer-owned, Vermont-grown, Sunset Lake CBD. Hey everyone, it's Cam Hurt, host of the Best Show Ever podcast, and we have got a second season coming out very soon that I am very excited about. We've got some very cool special guests, including musical acts that we all love, like Karina Reichman, Daniel Donato, Jake Brownstein from Eggy, Rick and Peter from Goose, and many more. Tune in for new episodes dropping on Osiris Media March 5th on the Best Show Ever podcast. Hey listeners. I want to tell you about a sponsor, Music Masters Collective. They're a nonprofit organization that produces unique music events, providing opportunities for fans and artists to meet and collaborate in an inspired and creative atmosphere. Every week, they host different events, all with the opportunity to learn from world-class musicians like Oteil Burbridge, Trouble No More, former members of the band, Milk Carton Kids, Nikki Glaspie, Bill Frizzell, Sean Colvin, and many more. This June, join the Fab Faux, Joan Osborne, John Sebastian, Marshall Crenshaw, and a great group of faculty for the debut of Magical Mystery Camp. This all-inclusive, once-in-a-lifetime music vacation experience in the heart of the Catskills will be packed with nightly performances, workshops, speakers, song circles, open mics, and a lot more. If you're a performing musician at any level, bring your instrument. If you're a music lover, bring your good spirit. It's an amazing experience for individuals, friends, and couples alike. Registration is open, spots are filling up, so check it out soon. And scholarships are available. Check out magicalmysterycamp.com slash helpingfriendly to learn more. You may already know that SiriusXM brings you the deepest variety of commercial-free music for every genre and every mood. Where you hear the biggest names in talk, entertainment, and comedy, and hundreds of hand-curated music channels designed to fit every mood. Where you get news from every source. Where you can listen to the newly launched Fish Radio, in addition to Jam On, Grateful Dead Radio, Pearl Jam Radio, Tom Petty Radio, and many more. Where you can listen to top comedy channels such as Kevin Hart's Laugh Out Loud Radio and Netflix's A Joke Radio and Sports Talk Radio from Barstool to ESPN and more to keep you up to date on the latest news in the sports world. Most people think you need a car to enjoy SiriusXM, but you don't. Subscribe now to listen outside the car on your phone, online and at home and get your first three months for just a dollar. And if you're a Fish fan, which you probably are, you can get tour updates and shows being played, which are a good complement to our quick hits. Visit SiriusXM.com slash HFPod to see offer details and to subscribe and start listening today. SiriusXM, no car required.
All right. Welcome back to the Helping Friendly Podcast. This is a quick hit from the second night of SPAC, and I'm joined by my friend Patrick, a friend friend of the podcast. I think you made your first appearance in episode six, I think, of the podcast. Hi, Patrick. Wow. Hey, RJ. How are you? Crazy, right? That was a while ago. Yeah. Yeah, good to be back. Good to be back. So, Patrick, you encouraged me not to leave... Uh, leave spec after the first night which probably made made a lot of sense but um you got to stay for both um i know that like spec is sort of a hometown or, or home area of show for you and you like to camp and hang out and and all that and it seems like that's a pretty good tradition huh yeah it really is man it's really like home to me and i'm from upstate new york uh, i think the first concert i went to at back was maybe 1996 or 1997 um, not fish. I think that was Dave Matthews fan or something, but yeah, yeah. It just, um, it just really feels like home. So it's, uh, it's always great. That's cool. And, and last night, um, there, well, we can talk about the, the music, but the, um, the atmosphere at SPAC is just, it's like really laid back and pretty chill except for the the cops with machine guns. But otherwise it's like a, it's a pretty <laughs> chill place to hang out. Yeah. yeah and even the cops with machine guns, they seem pretty chill. I don't know. I didn't have any problems with them, but yeah. <laughs> It's a little weird. <laughs> it's a little weird, but um, so the first set they they open up with with Fluffhead, which I guess was probably a surprise to to folks there. Um, the Fluffhead and Gaiuti kind of double like two of the hardest songs to play opening up. Seemed like they were uh, like Trey was was intent on practicing those and play, playing them as the best best he could. Yeah, and they played them really well too. I was thinking, I was just listening to back to the show. I think have they opened with Fluffhead other than Hampton? Uh, I feel like that might be only the second Fluffhead opener. Maybe, maybe not. Um, yeah, and they played them fantastic. Uh, I heard one wrong note uh, listening back right now, so I was pretty angry about that. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I thought they, I thought they played them both like really, really great, really well done. The, the one um, wrong right note now, though kind of takes it down a notch. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I left actually. That was when I left. <laughs> I think nine minutes into Fluffhead, traded so... that wrong note, and I was, see ya. So to your question, there was one at Nikon, Nikon Jones Beach 2010 had a Fluffhead opener, but I think that's the only other one in 3.0 oh, okay. at least. Just yeah. three maybe? <laughs> yeah, so it's kind of cool. And then Gaiuti is well played as well. Did you hear any bad notes in that one? <laughs> there was three. Uh, two minutes and 54 seconds in, there was the wrong one. And then uh, I think 11, 13, there was another one. Uh, but no, I thought it was really well. And... Uh, you know, it's such a rarity these days, but, uh, you know, back when they were playing a lot, you know, late 90s or whatever, even if I was, like, sick of Gaiuti, it always gets me. That's what I think about Gaiuti. Like, the end, like, it always gets you. You know, like, it's a really great composition, uh, and the end is so great. You know, obviously, same as Fluffhead. But, uh, yeah, no, I thought, it, what a way to open, man. Uh, fantastic. Yeah, and so the rest of the set um, kind of had some you know, so older songs in there, except with, uh, and then some newer stuff mixed in as well, Steam and Crazy Sometimes, but then, you know, Llama and Poor Heart and Silent in the Morning. Um, it's first sleep in a, in, since 2011. What were any other highlights for, oh, well, for you from set one that you remember? Uh, yeah, no, I mean, I thought the whole, the whole set was great. Yeah, I know it was a very high energy set, you know, the, uh, you know, Poor Heart. Um, uh, I, I really like Drift When You're Sleeping, so I really, really liked that at the end. Um, I didn't realize that about sleep, but yeah, no, I thought the whole set was really fun. I always liked March and Monster, right? That was the third song. Yeah. Um, yeah, I just, it was just a really well, well played set. I thought. 
And the, the drift while you're sleeping, at least based on what I heard, I think I heard it in Camden or maybe I heard it another time this, this tour and, um, Paige seemed to be like putting on even more effects, um, which is kind of oh, cool from the last time, um, when they played in Camden. But I thought that's, it's, it's like the song's evolving quickly. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, yeah, I really like it. I've, I'm, that's, I'm almost there on my re-listen. Uh, but yeah, you know, I love that song and you know, the, the end is like so anthemic, the, you know, uh, stormy weather yeah. part. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I have to listen to that. Yeah, I thought, I mean, they sounded really, really good. Uh, everything was on point, I thought. Um, yeah, so it was, it was really nice, really nice set. Cool. And then the second set, um, according to the set list, I think there's only one break. The rest are segues in and out of, of various songs. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, oh, wow. And the, the No Men to kick it off, I think, was like the, the kind of jam of the of the set. But there was a lot going on in that set. What was your, what's your recollection of the whole thing? Oh yeah, I, I mean I thought it was fantastic. Uh, you know, the the Sally was great in the middle. The Antelope, um, yeah, it, yeah, I love the whole thing. Uh, you know, the brains and the tweezer reprise. Uh, that was uh, a really, really huge highlight. And you know, like you said, um, you know, Spack is sort of home, so I really like the dirt. Uh, it always makes me think of my my buddy Chris who passed away. Um, yeah, I, I thought the the whole thing was good. You know, I guess it. You know. It, it was songy, I guess. There's no, like, huge jams, but, um, well, I guess the whole set was a huge jam from what you just told me. <laughs> <laughs> it depends <laughs> how you look at it. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, I mean, I was I was in the zone. I thought it, thought it was a really, really fun set. Um, yeah, and the Antelope, what they closed with? They played, there was uh, Antelope slave. and then something else. Oh, Slave, yes. Yeah, and I think they sound-checked that yesterday. Right. Uh, no, yeah. maybe the first day. The, the first, first day, day they the first day, yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah, so that was great. I thought Slave was fantastic. Um, we actually, we went um, and listened. There's like a little creek right by the amphitheater, so we listened to the sound check. They sound checked a friend a couple times, so I was sort of expecting that, but that, that didn't come out at all, uh, which, I mean, honestly, I was okay with. But. Yeah, yeah. And so they, um, yeah, so you got like some, yeah, it was interesting because there's some some real old school stuff thrown in there. Um like a nice Sally jam is, is something that doesn't come along every, every, you know, tour necessarily. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, no, I thought it was great. And they seem to like that as fact. I think it was like 2013. They did the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that's, that's a uh, such a fun song. So, and, uh, yeah, I've been into that album recently, the Robert Palmer album. So, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I don't think anyone even knows that's a cover song, everybody. Um, <laughs> so no, I think Fishman wrote it. Yeah, Fishman wrote it. So Patrick, what's your takeaway like from you know the the two days and kind of where Fish is at the moment? This tour, I don't know, just like your reflections after spending a couple days camping and seeing the concerts. Uh, yeah. I'll, my my thing is, uh, you know, I hope this happens once again. I'll, I'll give you a little little one of my rants or something. My. Uh, my thing is just like I tell my wife this sometimes. Like I just want to stay alive until the next really good thing, you know, like the mm-hmm. next holiday, the next birthday party, or whatever. And like that's what SPAC is for me. It's uh, you know, not every year, but most summers. Like if if they're there, we're there, and you know, with with my best and oldest friends. Uh, and so yeah, I thought it was just uh, it's it feels so good and it's so nice and it. it I think they're playing fantastic. I mean, you know. 
every fish show I go to is the best fish show I've ever seen. But uh, <laughs> I, I, I think that they're really, really playing great right now. Uh, I thought, you know, with MVP, I thought the same way. Um, you know, different. I mean, they're they're playing everything great. Um, just uh, really, uh, it, it's amazing, right? These guys are like 55 or something, and somehow they're still at the top of their game. Yeah, do you feel like the new the new songs have fit in well, like the Casper Vox and the Ghost of the Forest stuff? Yeah, no, I mean, I liked all that stuff. Uh, I don't, yeah, I mean, the Glue Magnet, I mean, I love that song. That's <laughs> sort of my, my favorite. I really like Drift While You're Sleeping. Um, yeah, it fits in, like, it, yeah. Yeah, no, I think it, it, it fits well, and, uh, you know, that keeps it interesting for them, too, I think. Yeah. Um, to be doing new things and to be learning new things and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. Do, do you think they're going to keep teasing Tweezer Reprise at every show for the rest of the tour? <laughs> Hopefully. I, I'm never going to argue about Tweezer Reprise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So that was funny. Like, when they didn't do it, you know, when they did an encore with Camden, we sort of thought that that's what they would do. Um, so, yeah. It was, a, it was a good surprise last night, you know, middle of the second set. Yeah, yeah, out of Plasma, which is cool. I always like hearing Plasma. I haven't heard it very much, so it's a it's a good song to good song to throw it into. Um, yeah, man. I mean, like what you said, you know, it's a classic venue and a and a and a great place to spend a couple of days. So I'm glad you got to do it. Um, what um what, what kind of jam from last night do you think we should uh, should play? Hmm. Oh man, that's a really good question. Uh, the the Tweet Prize, I guess. I think it's Brains and the Tweet Prize. I think they did it down in Brains, maybe. Yeah, I think uh, um we got the set list. Plasma and the Tweezer Press. We're gonna do it. Oh, okay. Should we do it? Uh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Put okay. it uh turn it up really loud. Okay. And uh shoot off some fireworks and uh, you know, get ready for um the great celebration of American freedom tonight at the National Mall. <laughs> Everybody should get ready for the celebration of American Freedom. Yeah, I can't wait to hear our president talk. It's gonna be great. <laughs> They do a locker-up chant on the National Mall. One can only hope. Um, (laughs) All right, Patrick, thank you for coming back. You're invited back anytime. All right, thanks, man. Great to see you. Uh, Enjoy your time with your family. Okay, take it easy. Drive safe. Okay, thanks, bud. Bye.
Now here's a brief moment on another great podcast from the Osiris Network. All of our podcasts can be found at OsirisPod.com. I'm Gary. I'm Sean. And I'm Brad. And together we cast a pod known as Which Which is is Better? Better. You guys ever wonder which is better? Well, wonder no more. Join us as we tackle the topics. We seek understanding. And we settle the debate on all the subjects you care about. DC versus Marvel. Prince versus Michael Jackson. Liberals versus conservatives. King Kong versus Godzilla. Bruce Lee versus Jackie Chan. Science versus religion. And many more. That's us. Which is better? Which is better? Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob Podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff. We talk about their pedals, their amps, their accessories, their preferences, all that stuff, as well as a healthy dose of whatever comes up. Topics have ranged from aliens to addiction and anywhere in between. Oh yeah, and pizza. We're definitely going to be talking about pizza. So get the show wherever you're listening to this podcast at. Just search The Tone Mob in your search bar and it will pop right up. Come join us. We're having a lot of fun. Thanks for checking it out. Welcome to us talking about our podcast for a minute. What's the name of that podcast? That's Axe to Grind. Uh, and right now you're going to be getting a little a little taste of it right down to the shaky microphone and all. <laughs> and my name's Bob. And my name's Patrick. And usually we're joined by Tom. Tom's the best. Tom has a real grown-up job that requires him to be at work, but we talk about decidedly not so grown-up things like hardcore music and things that people that like hardcore music tend to like. So that could be the latest shows, uh, revisiting classic material, talking about the new classics, um, all the little dorm room nonsense that you imagine from a niche music podcast that that you either love want to love or hate yeah imagine all the emotions that you have towards a genre that that uh has impacted your life uh and then condense them down to an hour to two hours a week so triangulate your speakers think about jumping off the bed singing along dancing like an idiot and listen to axe grind podcast